etc. Nowadays, uh, were invented. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, Agatha Christie, she wrote her first story on a bet that she couldn't write better than Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, she lost, she lost that bet. No, she won that bet. <laughs> Although Sherlock Holmes didn't write. <laughs> right, she lost. I mean, definitely. But, but your point is exactly right. Yeah. It's, uh, basically, everything we know and love was invented in the 1800s. Sorry, Shakespeare. <laughs> well, I, think the, I think the irony of that is that you, you know, you, like you said, Charlie, you're, you're kind of at the dawn of a lot of genres that we take for granted now, and then, you know, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, those originals can feel somewhat dated because we've seen them so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. have to find new ways to put a fresh spin on them. Which yeah, is crazy because yeah, like right. King Solomon's Mines is a fantastic book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, God, but you. Yeah, but you read it and you go, oh, wait, I've seen this a million times. What was that movie that absolutely fell foul of that? Was oh, yeah. John Waters of Mars. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Based no. on a book which is... John Carter. John Carter. Yeah, that's John what I thought. Oh, God, John Waters. John Waters that's, is the director. That is a movie I like. <laughs> that would be an interesting <laughs> film. Or John Waters on Mars, and you make him Floyd for sci-fi. I mean, my mind's just blown. <laughs> okay. Nazis on. That's happened. Um. Okay. Um, Go ahead, Charlie. Oh, I'd, 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 I've spoken enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Carter of Mars was. It was a. Uh, okay. It absolutely flopped because people were like, "What is this? This is this is entirely unoriginal." No, 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 no. It's based on a property which basically invented half of these tropes that exactly used to yeah. today. Yeah. Well, and also the discoveries. I feel like you know, it's like some of the old uh, Ray Bradbury stuff, like the Martian mm. Chronicles, and some mm. of those. Books, exactly. Even H. G. Wells with War of the Worlds. You know, as oh, H. G. Wells, no Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And where would we be without Doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Lost in the wilderness. Mm. Um, but it, but it is interesting that, like, you know, as science discovers the fact that there isn't life on Mars, you know, before. Says you. Well, that's true. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Well, also, Poe <laughs> invented a lot of the genres too, uh, mysteries and, and horror. Right, but once again, same era. Yeah. Right. It was an imaginative though. time. Yes, it was. Um, okay, thank you, Charlie. Um, we'll come back to you. We're going to go to the next person. <laughs> Um, Hugh, why don't you introduce yourself and talk about your character and how you feel about it. Hi, Sherry. Yes, um, uh, Hugh Regalado, and I play the constable. I'm an officer, and um, I really am enjoying doing this play quite a bit. Uh, not, not necessarily just for, for my part, which is kind of a, it's a small part, but it's an important part, but it, in working with the... Uh, uh, the other actors on this, it's really, uh, it's, a, it's a clever play, and it's really well acted, and I'm really enjoying being a part of it, even though it's a small part this time, and, but it's enjoyable for me. So my, my, uh, my character is uh, wanting to bring um, Hyde to, uh, to justice, yep. and that's what he does. That's what he does. Well, sort of. <laughs> He's involved, but people will have to listen to see 
just how involved he was or how involved he wasn't. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's it, Okay. Thank you, Hugh. Uh, Thank you. Next one is Ariel. Um, hi, Ariel. Um, introduce yourself and talk about your character and how you feel about her. Hey, everyone. Uh, so I'm Ariel. Uh, this is my sixth season, I believe, with Cherry's Playhouse. Yep. Uh, and I am playing Mary Utterson, who is the friend and uh, love interest, I should say, of um, Dr. Henry Jekyll. And um, the root of her character is she's trying to figure out what has gone on with her poor dear friend. Uh, he's been acting very strangely, um, seems to distance himself quite a bit, and uh, she's trying to get to the bottom of it. So she um, enlists the help of her cousin and uh, a member of parliament as well to try and help out poor Dr. Henry. <laughs> poor Henry. <laughs> yeah, are you enjoying it? Oh, it's wonderful. I'm having a great time. The yes, I, I do like to play a gothic heroine uh, who is kind of the antithesis of a gothic heroine. She's rather gutsy rather than flighty. Um, she does a fair bit of screaming and crying, as is usual, but <laughs> um, yeah, she does speak her mind, and she's cool. Well, she's, she's kind of close to like a Jane Eyre kind of character. She's very yeah. strong, and she tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I quite like her. And you survive getting thrown out of a window. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a spoiler? Yes, that's a spoiler, Nick. Very good. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't, we're not going to give any more of that information, so sorry, audience. Uh, <laughs> uh, Everett, who... Um, who adapted this version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde did, a, I think, a great job modernizing uh, the gothic heroine yeah, in he Mary. Did. He did. Uh, yes, Everett Robert is our uh, uh, playwright. Um, he's also an actor, and he is um, active in uh, not just radio theater, but theater. Um, okay, thank you, Ariel. Uh, sure. Next up is Nick. Hi, Hi, Nick. Uh, Why don't you introduce yourself and talk about your character and how you like him. Uh, I am uh, Nick Savage, and the character I'm playing is uh, Richard Enfield, which is uh, Mary's cousin, a man about town, a socialite, connected, knows various members of parliament, and so he's he's kind of playing uh, the role of the the dutiful cousin looking out for his, uh, looking out for Mary. Making sure oh. everything is well. Yeah, well, back in Victorian yeah. times, actually, love interests could date, <laughs> even though they're cousins. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, unlike the escort, unlike the the boring, like you know, no slap and tickle for you. <laughs> Friends, uh, yeah, exactly. I think you're a little close, don't you? Step back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, it was worse during Regency period. They married each other, but yeah. but yeah. I think they did it in Victorian times too, if I remember right. Yeah, they put a stop to it like around turn of the cent, no, turn of the twentieth century. Um, yeah. I think that was the upper classes. The lower classes were probably still getting down to it, you know, in the bushes. Kissing cousins. Uh, 
<laughs> that was uh-huh. that was very famous in the states. Kissing cousins. <laughs> uh, it's very strange. A very weird world. Um, so, how do you feel about uh, Enrich? And and how to pronounce his name? Enfield. 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 I don't know why I put Enrich. I don't know where I got that one. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Anfield. Sorry, Everett. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like, uh, you know, it, it's interesting playing uh, the character of Enfield because, you know, I, I always like playing a little uh, period piece like this. Uh, and so everyone's so restrained, you know. Everyone's sort of like <clears throat> trying to hold back their emotions. So you, you're kind of, you, sir, I call you a cat. Good stuff. Yes, it's all politeness and, and, and civility. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think they have a line somewhere in it where it's like, you won't scare me with that gun. <laughs> like, uh... You know, yeah, sure I will. <laughs> another spoiler. Right. You're doing right. well, Nick, that's true. <laughs> I, think, I feel like they're more like teasers, you know, people are like, wait, there's guns and this woman gets thrown out of a window? High-stakes high, high drama. Yeah, it's it's definitely high stakes, <laughs> especially the window. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes. um, so uh, actually, you're kind of the the person attempting to cl- you're sort of the detective of the piece. Yes, yes, he's he's the one who's kind of putting the pieces together. Although I I do feel that um, you know at the end. You know when he when he just I mean that's the old the interesting thing I think about Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde is that it's probably one of the first pieces where they you know the author actually starts exploring that split personality kind of idea you know that within one person you can have multiple characters um, you know and we see it played quite frequently now but this was one of the first pieces where they really explored that mm-hmm. you know, the duality of people and. Um. Uh, as you guys were talking about earlier, there was a lot of uh, shows with that. They had a Star Trek episode, and there was a bunch of other episodes where the light side and the dark side was uh, somehow separated. Different ways, different means. <laughs> uh, in Star Trek, it was a transporter accident. <laughs> yeah. Mean, mean cook. Yeah. Crazy Kirk and Calm Kirk. <laughs> Calm Kirk, who had to accept his crazy half. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's interesting. And if you think about it, the there's nothing new under the sun, is there? Yeah, not really. No, thank you, Nick. Um, Liz, um, why don't you introduce yourself? and um, tell a little bit about your character and how you feel about her. I'm Liz Elliott, and I play Mrs. Poole, uh, and she's um, Jekyll's landlady, uh, and um, <clears throat> I think she's got a big crush on him and really wants to take care of him, uh, only she's, she's like, you know, in her 70s, and, and she's cockney, which I love. That's fun. Um, but yeah, she's she's a lot of fun to play. She doesn't have a lot to do, but what she does have to do is very interesting and silly. Yeah, she's actually really fun. She's yeah, funny. she's really funny. Uh, 
I love I love uh, between you and Mary. It's really a, uh, Mary basically ignores you, but <laughs> but but you have to keep sticking it to her. I'm very jealous of Mary that she's getting Jekyll's attention. It's it's very funny. So mm -hmm. are you are you enjoying doing a Victorian type piece? Oh sure, yes. I love it, any period. I'm always up for anything period, and that uh, yeah. Especially if it's British. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's something about British books and and plays, just poetry. Oh sure. Yeah, they, they're yeah. a category unto themselves, definitely. Yeah, really cool. Well, um, thank you, uh, Liz. Um, yep. Next up is Amanda. So, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about your character and how you feel about her? Uh, my name is Amanda Williams, and I play Emily. Um, she is a young lady who she just wants to go out on the town and have a, a good time and do things that people of her station and age are supposed to do. But there's all these murders and violence and a ripper and another hide person shows up in the mix, and all this unpleasantness is just throwing a wrench in her social calendar. <laughs> How dare they stop her from that. going to the theater? I mean, really. They're running the season. <laughs> no social world for Emily. No, no. Not this time. Yeah. Um, and are you enjoying, this is your second one, are you enjoying Sherry's Playhouse? I really am. This is only the second show I've been involved with, but I'm glad to be here, and I hope to continue. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> A lot of fun. I'm glad. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Amanda. Um, next up is Mo, and want to introduce yourself and, and tell us about your character and how you feel about her. Well, let's see. I am Mo Macahon, and my character's name is Amelia, and she's a street walker in Whitechapel. So... Why the hell she's got her daughter out, you know, her daughter out there that late at night got no clue right here. You know, she'd probably go buy a bag of chips or something. No, bag of crisps. There we are. Um, Amelia, and she's, she's a working girl. So, hey, she's trying to make a buck. And unfortunately, goes, you know, um, actually she doesn't. Her daughter's kind of run over by Mr. Hyde. Apparently he doesn't think she has any manners. So, you know, how do I feel about her? She's a she's a mother. I understand the mother. So <laughs> she and I are like mama bears there together. So the big biggest connection point are you're both mamas. <laughs> We're both mothers. Yeah. I can <laughs> I can understand that. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Mo. Um You're welcome. <laughs> Next up is Ray. Um, hi, Ray. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about your characters and how you feel about them? Well, I'm Ray Brent. Uh, I play Newcomb. He's, he's got Yard Inspector. And then uh, I also play Sir Carver Danvers, who's the friend of Enfield and associate of uh, Dr. Jekyll. And I just love the character of Danvers. He's uh, sophisticated. He's uh, has an appetite for a lot of things: uh, good wine, 
good good food, a good cigar, and good women. He's a uh, sex pest. Oh yes, of, of course he is. Uh, on the other hand, I have uh, with uh, Newcomb. He's a uh, little bit more of a hard line. He wants. Uh, he tries to keep things in order and dedicated to his job and likes the action. Okay. And yeah. and uh, how do you feel about the play? Are you enjoying it? Oh, I'm loving it. Uh, Andrews is one of those characters that I love sinking my teeth into. <laughs> uh, Newcomb, he's or not a cop, but I've played one on radio. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun to play the inspector. I've done it myself. It's really fun. Yes. Um, so, because you, you're in charge in your own way. <laughs> or the detective. Yes. The inspector, I, I played a, I didn't play an inspector, I played a policewoman, but I was a detective. Uh, and I, I didn't, I, I think it would be even more fun to be the detective. I've been in a murder mystery. But I wasn't the detective. I think it would be really fun to play the detective. <laughs> yes. I, it's fun to be all of these characters that I've, I've been in the past and in the future. and I, This is sort of a home away from home for me. Aww. Yeah, I think you are the cast me member who's been with us the longest. Uh, there was a... The playwright sent me a, <laughs> an item saying, yes, you've been with it eight years. And I'm going, oh, my God. Eight, eight years. years. Whoa. Yeah. And it's, and it's been... I'm uh, going... It's ten years old. He knows old. how to make me feel old. He, um, it's ten years old, so you've been here yeah. pretty much from the beginning. Uh-huh. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty close, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Ray. Uh, last, but definitely not least, Jay. Uh, hi, Jay. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about your character? Hi, Sherry. My name is Jay Wall, and for this production, I get to be your most helpful narrator. I will be introducing the scenes, the play, and getting to make a few fun little comments along the way, like we would have one time seen from the classic radio shows like The Whistler. Or the shadow. <laughs> well, you're getting a chance to do this, loving the shot as the narrator. I've wanted to do this for a while. And since I've listened to so many of the old-time radio shows, I've heard several different styles of narration. And so it's fun to kind of say, based on this one, the age, the cast, what way I would like for this narrator to sound. And so getting to, just getting to have a little bit of fun with that. I think that's Are you going to be advertising cigarettes to us between us? <laughs> well, I was going to try that, but I was told no, it's no. not possible. So, plus, <laughs> okay, I'll be doing it for free, you know, no sponsor approval. I'm not, no, no, they're not getting that from me. Ah, too bad. I'm disappointed. You're disappointed. I was going to sit there and buy a new car. <laughs> Maybe toilet paper. You could do toilet paper if it would make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> this show brought to you by... No, we're 
we're not going to go for that that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Um. Yeah. No, it's a, secrets are illegal to advertise. So. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Always throwing cold water on everything. Yeah, so law abiding, Sherry. I yeah. know. Um. It, it's my. <laughs> my platform so I have to be that way uh, <laughs> you wouldn't catch Mr. Hyde behaving like that well no because he's the dark side <laughs> he don't give a monkey on the dark side we have cookies so, oh god how many cookies oh, do you have oh we've got all kinds of cookies we've got your standard chocolate chip we do have some oatmeal there's the fantastic chocolate chip oatmeal pecan now the the raisin the the, the raisin pecan not going to happen in this house huh. let's see we got against raisins raisins are let's see what do I have against raisins um I have to ask you a question. Oh, there my. was a cake that was called Delicious Death, and it was chocolate with raisins. A chocolate cake with raisins is—is is that normal in Britain? Uh, that's that's a bit. That's, mm, I thought it was a little sweet. It was a chocolate cake. It was a chocolate cake with raisins in it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. It was called Delicious Death. That could work. Oh. No. No. You soaked your raisins in vanilla rum for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Those are called reconstituted grapes. <laughs> Zombie relative called a dried plum. Oh, it's called a prune. Sure. Well, prune is not as good as raisin still. Oh, no. Have you ever heard prune anybody making wine out of plums or prunes? Yeah. Actually, yes. Yes, yes they do. That's totally a thing. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that. In prison. Pardon me for a moment. <laughs> okay, <we're good. laughs> That was pretty. Um, no, you can make about anything out of it. Uh, make wine out of about anything. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. yeah. Celery, which sounds disgusting, but I've heard they do that. <laughs> hmm. I can imagine a liqueur, a sort of a maro with celery involved in it. That could sort of work. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, I was... Um, I, I'm in the booze industry, no, I just, I heard there was a, a show where they were making uh, different kinds of wine. It was like, uh, it, was a real, it was a real, like, interview show. And they were talking about all the different things that they experiment with, and one of them was celery, and I thought, celery? Oh, <laughs> huh. righty now. Oh, by the way, Charlie, I'm saying you're in the liquor business. Um, mm. Being a consumer who goes through at least a case a week does not make you in the business. No, <laughs> I, I, I take your point, uh, but I am beyond merely an enthusiast. It is, uh, <laughs> at, at least from time to time, my profession. <laughs> I, it's a it's a dangerous profession. It's a bit like being an assassin, I suppose. You might, with the self, 
an assassin? Uh, yeah, no, no. It actually is my job. How does... The, okay. Because... You want to talk Burgundy? I know about Burgundy. Why is uh, that like an assassin? I lost you. A dangerous business. Because you're... Because you, people could become addicted? Is that why? No, 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 I mean, you're, you're digging too deep into this. He said a dangerous business. I said like an assassin. That's... That's I mean, an assassin thinks that's vodka and soda is alcohol, so there you go. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That makes sense. But both of, both of them kill you eventually. <laughs> but just remember, to be an assassin, you must be a member of the Assassin's Guild. <laughs> Quite. Well, if you're an alcoholic, you need to be a member of the Alcoholics Guild. Exactly. <laughs> it's not, no, wait, that's not AA. Never mind. <laughs> they're making, getting deep. They're, get, they're making stuff up, Mo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah, Mo. They're actors Sorry. acting. They're a bunch of actors We're in the acting. Realm of theater. We're here to make things up. Theater. The theater. The theater. Imagination. Awesome. The nation of imagination. Uh, ha ha. And it's so great that we still have that. Imagination, yeah. Imagination. It, it helps I you get through a lot. They are able to do it. It helps us survive, actually. True. True. Just think, if you didn't have an imagination, how hard the world would be to you. I'd still be an accountant. Oh, that's like... Uh, that's like <laughs> it would be like death have an imagination if you're an accountant? Uh, oh, you ever heard of cooking the books? Oh, that's good. Oh, that's wow. good. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's a good, that's <laughs> well, a good analogy. I love the stuff with glitter pans and, you know... It just uh, my little bets on my paper clips, and uh, they think I'm weird anyway. I dated a lot of engineers. They don't have much imagination. I worked for. They do do a useful job. They do do a useful job. Yes, it's a very useful job. I just mean they uh, outside of their work, they have no imagination. <laughs> That's the thing, you do a boring job, you've got to have something outside of it that's way more interesting for balance. Like Renaissance fairs? Exactly, <laughs> like Renaissance I've done that. <clears throat> it's been a long time, but I used to do it. In my youth, in my wayward youth. <laughs> wow. I'm only a year behind you. And I still do those Renaissance fairs. I know, so. I know, I know. I'm sorry. We've got, got three of us here before fairs. But it was, I did, um, I'm just saying, when I did it, I was a kid. I was in my 20s. How do you feel about that, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that I miss a lot. Uh, everybody thought I was crazy to begin with, so. Well, I. Uh, I would have just verified it, you know. A factory of nightmares we used to do too. That was fun for Halloween. They used to have all the the what what JVs? I forgot what that stands for. It was a a group of business uh, people who are uh, well, people who want to be business people to have like a club. Journey of vampires. No. It was called, it was JV. I'm sure it was V. Wasn't it JV? No, JC's. 
Jay Thieves? Oh, I get it. Okay. Anyway, th what it was was they would have like these little performance art things where you everybody had their own shtick to do. Hugh and I did that together back uh, way back when, way yeah, back. Kind of when. underselling it. It was a, a giant. They were giant haunted houses in the uh, in the late seventies, and they were a big, huge money maker. And they would get to the uh, local talent from the from the high schools to work in the in the uh, in the haunted house and it would be you know it takes somebody you know an hour to go through it forty five minutes and lines hundreds of people long and I was a zombie tour guide that was one of my jobs it was fun so you gave you gave tours to zombies no I I was a zombie the other people were normal. Uh, uh. But and then I was a whipped lady and I scared you to death. I bet. Evidently not entirely. Do you? And, I mean, I. I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember Hugh? Hugh. It's been a while, huh? No, no Hugh's been a while. Um, I'm, I had to find my uh, had to find my view, but. I'm oh. sorry, so what was that question, Sherry? I said when I was the whipped lady at the um, Factory of Nightmares, I scared you. Do you remember that? I remember being scared a lot, yes. I remember uh, you scaring me. I remember uh, that, uh, scaring that, uh, that lady from Happy Days. What was her name? Uh, the one who loved Chachi. Oh, she was there. yeah, she Journey. was there. Yeah, they had and, uh, all, all, the whole cast of Happy Days came to that factory of nightmares. Yeah, and then uh, one of our one of our yeah. uh, um, our fellow actors there was uh, uh, the love boat captain's daughter. She was one of my friends. I forget what his name was. His name was uh, Gavin McLeod. Yeah, Gav yeah, because they they lived up in Northridge. She went to our school, so she worked at the factory of nightmares with us. And I can't remember her first name, but yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm getting old. I know uh, her character's name was Vicky. I can't remember what the actress's name was. No, 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 no. In real life, in Granada Hills. Oh, his his daughter, life. his real daughter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know her last name was McLeod. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, what happened was um, it was before we started, and I was all padded to get uh, for the for the whipping scene. And I said, Hugh, once you hit me with the whip, and I can see if it hurts, and, and if they did a good patting. And he did it, and I screamed my head off like I was being tortured. And his face turned white. It was great. Sherry <laughs> Seedy passed as a dominatrix. How exciting. It was oh. fun. Hey, I, I, I was experimental. <laughs> That explains a whole lot. Hey, that was my youth. What can I say? Yes, my misfit youth. That was part of being an actor. That they they went when Hugh said they get people from high schools. They went to all the acting classes in all the different high schools, play production and stuff like that. I was already an actor. It was fun. Anyway, um, next question I have, and this is for anybody, 
What do you think about uh, doing the adaption and the differences from the original book? If anybody's read it, because I've read it, and I think Charlie's read it. A long time ago. Oh, I remember yeah. Pool was a book, very fashionable. I don't remember Mary's character in the book at all, <laughs> I have to say. No, she wasn't in there. No, he yeah. wrote it in. It's sort of like um, it's sort of like reading uh, uh, a. There's a lot of books that w have been adapted, and there's things added that were not even are are changed. Um, a good example is Thirty Nine Steps. The, uh, the Hitchcock movie is so different from the book, but it has the basic premise, and there's a lot of respect for the text in it. But and the same thing. Uh, yeah, and, and it um, it still had the chase across the Scotland heathers and all that stuff. <laughs> but 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 uh, the Thirty Nine Steps meant something completely different in the book than in the movie. So I was just wondering how you felt about you know the differences in uh, our play as opposed to the, well, if you haven't read the book, you know, just the difference of. Uh, the modernizations that ever put it. Anybody? I'll, I'll speak to that one for just a minute, Sharon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this is you. So I like the way that this one has been adapted. It is different. There are some, you know, pull is uh, has a has a gender change on the uh, on the character, and the uh, uh, the end is a little bit different on this. But uh, as far as the uh, uh, adaptations go, I I actually enjoy them. I like some of the older works changed up a little bit and then you know you you play it and you let the audience be the judge on whether it was successful or not and I think that they'll enjoy this one I think it's very clever and especially the uh, the transformations that Charlie does between uh, uh, Jekyll and Hyde is uh, is very entertaining and so I, I appreciate his uh, his acting chops on that he's got he's got the deal and so uh, people no, it's, it's, it's the truth. Well, we'll, 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 we'll see. We haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> well, okay, then you need to do at least as well as you did last night because you were fantastic. And so, uh, <laughs> and so, I, I'm going to leave it that at that. I do enjoy enjoy the uh, adaptations, and it will be up to the uh, to the audience on whether we're successful or not with this one. But I think we will be. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. Now, right. what if I know the audience? <laughs> <laughs> Amateurs. Just remember, Charlie, the bar has been now set high. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for that. Yeah, he, yeah, you now have to go uh, even higher on. than you did before yeah, now that we're going to record. <laughs> Your pressure's on, Charlie. Um, anyway, I'm joking. Um, anyway, so um, I just want to find out how you guys, um, are you enjoying doing the show? Are you enjoying doing Sherry's Playhouse? Um, and what do you feel about our little rep group. <laughs> I'm going to jump in first before anybody else cuts me off. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun on the show. I've enjoyed the variety of the works. The different accents are always challenging as you try to get, okay, is this right not only for the country, is it right for the particular region of the country? Some of the pronunciations which you think, oh, it's obviously going to be this, and oh, no, you're very surprised. <laughs> Uh, I've had a lot of fun in Sherry's Playhouse. I think this is my second season now. Yeah. And just everything, all these different things being 
people I've gotten to work with. I've got made some new friends over here and enjoyed not only the time, you know, on the practice, on the rehearsals and the recordings, but just some of the interactions I've gotten to have outside of all that. So it's been a great experience for me. Thank you, Jay. Uh, anybody else? I, uh, I second Jay's uh, opinion. It is, we're a big family. We're a family. Even though most of us have never met each other in face-to-face, sat down, had a cup of coffee, had a glass of wine or a drink, we are a family. We have our idiosyncrasies, so to speak, but we have... Uh, we have a camaraderie that uh, you can't take away. I I love it. I'm until uh, you want to get rid of me. I'm going to stay with it. <laughs> never, never get rid of you. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we love you, Ray. Uh, thank you, thank you. Anyone else? Okay. I just I'm like okay. having somebody to talk to. Oh, that's so sweet, Charlie. I, I love my cult. Your cult. <laughs> it's the cult of theater. No, I mean, I have been doing this almost as long as Ray. My yeah, first gig, gig with you was when I was a demon. You were a demon. I don't know what year that was, but it feels like a that while. That was before I came on board. Yeah, I think it was like... Was Oh, no, it's 
I have to tell you, the one thing that I I enjoy more than I think more than anything, it's not just stretching, you know, stretching stretching craft, but it is being able to listen to every person who comes in here and plays a character and how they bring it to life. And that's that's huge and learning something from each person you know uh, whether it's the kind of affect that they bring to a character or how they recall you know emotionally for a character and just the fun I think we spend more time just talking about absolute nonsense <laughs> and just just being in the same space even though we're not physically in the same space and there's acceptance and that's I think what so many people are wanting, and I think that's why the plays that people hear that they do well, that they 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 allow people to feel something because they feel it being expressed from the people in this group. So that's, I just I really love it. It's um, it's given me a chance to do something that I never thought that I would get to do. Thank you, the, the other interesting thing, I think, um, you know, I think audio drama, radio plays, whatever you want to call them, you know, there's a theatre of the mind aspect to them mm-hmm. that is always um, appealed to me, you know, whether it's the original version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or BBC's version of Lord of the Rings, you know, <laughs> you were transported to those worlds before they were made into films, before, you know, they even had budgets to make Lord of the Rings into film, you were able to experience and you know, experience them, uh, you know, through the talents of the voice actors and the sound effects and the music. Um, I think, you know, like, being able to, to explore characters, I mean, one of the things that I like about having done Sherry's Playhouse for a little while as well, uh, although I've, you know, taken a, a prolonged break recently, um, I feel like, you know, we were able to do this before COVID made it normal for us, for people to perform together on, yeah. you know, remotely. <laughs> True. You know, Charlie's in New York, I'm in LA, you're Diego, you know, Ray is in the Midwest. Like, there's all, all sorts of ways that we've been able to collaborate and work together. Like I said, before, before COVID... We're pioneers! <laughs> <laughs> we play pioneers! Sherry's Exactly. Exactly. Um, It's funny because the whole point of Sherry's Playhouse was to give an opportunity to playwrights who wanted to get their stuff out and an opportunity for actors to do voice acting because it's so hard to get into the industry so they can put it on their reel. That was the point. And I think it's so much more because it's actually become a repertory group. Everybody enjoys it, and everybody enjoys each other. It's it's very interesting. <laughs> I, I'd just like to add something to what Nick said. I, I'm i not sure if I'm the only one that actually remembers uh, the golden age of radio or the, the last ages of radio before television took over. I remember as a kid listening to Jack Benny and the Lone Ranger before television took them away from us. And this is uh, returning us to that wonderful days of yesteryear when the horse and the high-ho silver. In a way. Yes. 
this is it. This is uh Yeah, right that's what I was, that's what I was saying. I was the I was the young kid who was T V but discovered these radio shows mm-hmm. and just fell in love with them. Uh, it's very common going to work. That's what I'm listening to is the old time radio shows, the channels, the shows you mentioned, plus several more. Yeah. I was more of a Jack Benny and um, and George and Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I like to listen to when I'm driving back and forth. Um, I'm sorry, we're, I'm going to have to end our lovely discussion. We've come to the end of Sherry's um, little chat uh, for uh, chatting with Sherry. Um, I want to thank the cast of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, I hope you all had a good time. <laughs> that was yes. Definitely. Uh, thank you. And. Tired now. <laughs> Thank you, and thank you for chatting with Sherry. If you'd like to help support my radio playhouse, Sherry's Playhouse, you can go to my Patreon page, www.patreon.com backslash Bard and Bard is spelled R-I-T-H-E-B-A-R-D. There's several levels from $1 to $50. You get different gifts. You get different chances to meet casts or to chat about the plays or to talk about any special guests that might be on Chatting with Sherry. It's a lot of fun. We have a good group, and I hope you join us.